This is our devotional commentary for 2 Kings chapter 2. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Now when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. And Elijah said to Elisha, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets who were in Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take away your master from over you? And he said, Yes, I know it. Keep quiet. Elijah said to him, Elisha, please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The sons of the prophets who were at Jericho drew near to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take away your master from over you? And he answered, Yes, I know it. Keep quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Fifty men of the sons of the prophets also went and stood at some distance from them, as they both were standing by the Jordan. Then Elijah took his cloak and rolled it up and struck the water, and the water was parted to the one side and to the other, till the two of them could go over on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I shall do for you before I am taken from you. And Elisha said, Please, let there be a double portion of your spirit on me. And he said, You have asked a hard thing. Yet if you see me as I am being taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if you do not see me, it shall not be so. And as they still went on and talked, behold, chariots of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. And he saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. And he took up the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from him, and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from him, and struck the water, saying, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he had struck the water, the water was parted to the one side and to the other. And Elisha went over. Now when the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho saw him opposite them, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. And they said to him, Behold now, there are with your servants fifty strong men. Please let them go and seek your master. It may be that the Spirit of the Lord has caught him up and cast him upon some mountain or into some valley. And he said, You shall not send. But when they urged him till he was ashamed, he said, Send. They sent, therefore, fifty men, and for three days they sought him, but did not find him. And they came back to him while he was staying at Jericho, and he said to them, Did I not say to you, Do not go? 
Now the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord sees. But the water is bad, and the land is unfruitful. He said, Bring me a new bowl, and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went to the spring of water, and threw salt in it, and said, Thus says the Lord, I have healed this water. From now on neither death nor miscarriage shall come from it. So the water has been healed to this day, according to the word that Elisha spoke. He went up from there to Bethel, and while he was going up on the way, some small boys came out of the city and jeered at him, saying, Go up, you bald head! Go up, you bald head! And he turned around, and when he saw them, he cursed them in the name of the Lord. And two she-bears came out of the woods and tore forty-two of the boys. From there he went on to Mount Carmel, and from there he returned to Samaria. If one has an allergy to miracles, 2 Kings 2 will present some difficulties. Then again, if we believe God raised Jesus from the dead, is it too much to believe that waters parted miraculously? Bears came out of the woods at the prophet's command? A bowl of salt purified a polluted spring? And Elijah was taken up to heaven in a whirlwind on chariots and horses of fire? These are not everyday happenings, to be sure. In fact, many centuries of biblical history contain no recorded miracles at all. But according to the inspired text, God was doing some incredible things during the days of Elijah and Elisha. This chapter marks the leadership transition between these two great men. Elijah's departure was at hand, but Elisha couldn't bring himself to talk about it. A quiet dread and uncertainty seems to hover in the air. Everyone is on edge, for an era is coming to an end. What will we do when our hero is gone? Verses 1-6 through As the two men came to the Jordan River, Elijah parts the water by striking it with his cloak, and they cross on dry ground. After Elisha requests a double portion of Elijah's spirit, they are separated by chariots and horses of fire, and Elisha watches as his mentor is taken away in a blaze of glory. Then Elisha picks up Elijah's cloak, strikes the water himself, and the miracle is repeated. The witnesses get the point. The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. God's power is not limited to a particular person or a particular era. It flowed through Elisha as it did through Elijah and through Joshua before him. God is just as mighty today as he was then. And no servant of the Lord is ever irreplaceable. Verses 7 through 15. The sons of the prophets may have recognized Elisha's supernatural power, but they did not yet trust his wisdom. Only after a fruitless search for the departed Elijah is it evident that Elisha indeed knows what he's talking about. It may not be one of God's flashier gifts, but wisdom matters too. Verses 16 through 18. 
All this is happening at Jericho, where Joshua had uttered a curse upon anyone who tried to rebuild this condemned place. In the dark days of Ahab, a contractor decided he was up to the challenge. And now, under the ministry of Elisha, the city under a curse receives a blessing of grace as their lethal water supply is healed by a symbolic tossing of salt into it. Verses 19 through 22. But this prophet is an instrument of God's judgment as well as his grace. Elisha may seem irritable and without a sense of humor, but the small mob of young lads were hurling contempt upon God's messenger, attracting the covenant curse of Leviticus 26. God's double-edged sword can bring healing or harm, deliverance or destruction. Elijah was taken, but Yahweh remains. Verses 23 through 25. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.